I'd been dozing when I heard the door bang like special branches paying a visit. But to my credit, the old instincts are still there, and I'm at the bottom of the stairs with my gun ready, almost before my eyes are open. At first I'm relieved to see it's just Billy, but it doesn't take a crisis counsellor to see that he's upset. He's slamming the door behind him, locking it with shaking fingers. After a thought, he wedges a chair under the door handle. He's whiter than a Tory come election night. What's the matter with you? I'll say. You look like you've seen a ghost. Billy shakes his head. I notice he's sweating. Nah, bruv, not a ghost. Worse than that. I feel like somebody's opened a drain in my stomach. Nathan? Nah, worse than that, bruv. Much worse. Do me a favour, Billy. What's worse than Nathan James? Vampires, says Billy. I try to work out what Billy is telling me. Come again? Vampires. I try to work out why Billy is such a prick all of a sudden. Have you been smoking something you shouldn't? Billy is in my face now, all wild-eyed and crazy-looking. I swear on Mum's grave, Jack. It was a fucking vampire. I'm about to tell Billy where he can shove his stupid stories when there's a thump at the door. A loud one. The handle begins to rattle. Billy is breathing heavy. Don't worry, he says. I read somewhere that they can't come in unless you invite them. Almost as soon as he says this, a fist punches its way through the door. I don't mind telling you that me and Billy had a bit of a scream when that happened. Fear is infectious, and Billy's giving off waves of the stuff. The hand starts scrambling at the chair, and I have time to think how the door is an old one, a big solid slab of wood that you shouldn't really be able to punch through. But then the chair is thrown aside, and the door swings open, and I'm looking at something that doesn't make sense. He's a man, but not. His body is disproportioned somehow, more angled and sharp than a man should be, joints jutting at the cut of a filthy suit. That's nothing on his face, though, which looks like a shaved raccoon jutting from a man's neck. That would have been bad enough, if one half of its face wasn't a ruined bloody pulp, eye socket crumpled into a mess of red jam. Something I assume is Billy's doing. It's a monster. I realise this, even as I'm telling myself that monsters aren't real. The thing growls, and it is a sound I have not heard the like of, and one I'd soon as not hear again. I raise my gun without thinking, and don't stop firing until the thing is knocked back out into the darkness where it belongs. Billy and I stand in shock. It's not dead, Billy says, flat, certain-like. Stay here, I say, sliding the spare clip into my Glock. Don't go out there, you silly wanker, says Billy. Stay here. I creep towards the door. Stupid. Too slow, too obvious. Not a good way to gain the upper hand. On the other hand, though... I feel like somebody's just poured chlorine on my brain. Everything's vivid and startling, and I think this might be shock. My hands are steady, though, and that's what matters. I creep toward the door. Inside, the uncovered electric bulbs paint the room in clinical, unabashed detail. Outside, the world is hazy with night. Black as the inside of a cat. Empty as broken promises. I creep toward the door. I can smell the night air, sweet in the country, not like back home. No hint of exhaust or concrete. 
I narrow my eyes as I peer outside, making out the car, the movement of trees in the wind, the tumble of clouds across the moon, nothing else. Whatever that thing was, it's taken the hint and fucked right off. I turn around and see my brother stood like a man waiting for the doctor to get to the point. Well? It's... something cannons into me, and Billy's shouting, and so am I, I think. But not the kind of shouting the mind has anything to do with. A thought bursts into my head. That this thing that is clinging onto my back is oddly light, and that something that can punch through a solid wooden door shouldn't be so light. I don't voice this, of course. I'm too busy shouting a long iteration of fuck that only ends when I'm slammed to the floor, the wind knocked from my body. I've been in scraps in my time, of course. It's how you carve out who you are, it's fighting. 